Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist that believes in exercise, wants to make some money, and wants to provide the absolute best care for your patients? Well, then you are in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio, where we talk about the Clinic Gym hybrid model, which is combining the best parts of healthcare with active care and fantastic exercise programs to get patients the best care they can while helping you make more money in this game. This is Clinic Gym Radio, and I'm Dr. Josh Satterley. I'm excited for you to be here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I am joined today by Dr. Kyle Banner. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, so, Kyle, can you tell everybody who's out there listening right now as they're driving to work or driving, walking the dog or doing whatever, uh, where you practice and where you hail from? Yeah, I practice uh, in Grand Rapids uh, in a suburb called Ada. Uh, I've been there for four years. I graduated from National University in 2014 and started uh, my own practice, Banner Chiropractic and Rehab, um, about five, six months after graduation. Awesome. Okay, so you almost went right into practice, huh? Yeah. Did you yep, I took the, took the leap. A mentor of mine in Grand Rapids told me uh, to, if I know I wanted to stay in Grand Rapids, to struggle the first two, three years and uh, go just, there. just fight through, huh? Yeah. Fight through. And, uh, cause he did a, he did the associate shift first for three years and then he was left at the end of three years. Kind of Interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool. And, uh, what state is Grand Rapids in by the way? In Michigan. Okay. Cause isn't there a Grand Rapids, South Dakota as well? There is. I yeah, so. I just want to know which one you were. But yeah, I'm in Michigan, the main state. Very cool. All right. Um, so, so you set up in your hometown. You started practicing right away, and kind of like describe a little bit of like what your practice is like, so people can kind of figure it out. Because you you do a lot of rehab, you do a lot of exercise and whatnot. Yeah, so I'm in a about a 700 square foot uh, facility. Mm-hmm. Um, it's divided into three rooms. So my main room is about. 12 feet by 17, 12 by 17. And then I okay. have a 10 by 12 in the middle and then the mm-hmm. rest, uh, the front desk area. Okay. But, and, uh, is it just you, or are you a lone wolf in it? Yeah, just me. I have a remote biller and then okay. a subcontractor of a massage therapist and a, another chiropractor. That's their own entity. Oh, really? Okay. So you offer some other services there, not just your own. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And how long you been at it? A little over four years. Okay. September. Cool. All right. Now let's back up for a second before we talk about how it's gone recently. Cause you know, you're one of our success cases. That's why we wanted to do this podcast. But, uh, before chiropractic college, like what'd you do? What were you into? What kind of, you know, were you playing sports? Did you do athletics? Yeah, I, was, um, into, I played bass, pickup basketball, um, played rugby, that's kind of how I got into chiropractic. I was uh, doing rugby sevens and training with a chiropractor who did more strength and conditioning on the side mm-hmm. and kind of saw that he had, he had just opened a new facility and thought it was pretty cool that he could take athletes and, um, and the average Joe's as well and train them. Yeah. Hours and, and what were you doing at the time personally? Um, I was, 
look, I was working in a warehouse at the time. I had a political science degree and um, trying to, I was being stubborn and staying in Grand Rapids waiting for a job opportunity to come up. All right. So man, there's something about you in Grand Rapids. You, you refuse yeah, to leave no matter what happens. Well, I did my undergrad, lived there my whole life. So I was wow. adamant and staying. Okay. I, come from, I come from a big family, six siblings and 15 nephews and nieces in the area. So, Oh, um, damn. Here. Yeah. And you got to, you had to do something other than warehouse work if you wanted to afford uh, enough to buy gifts for at Christmas for 15 nieces and nephews, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Plus political science degree in a warehouse. Everyone wanted to tell me their <laughs> perspective on politics. So That's great. That's fantastic. That's well, just so you know, even if you don't have a, a, uh, political science degree, people still want to tell you their perspective on politics. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring yeah, it's not out. just you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter if they're just on Twitter or whatever. They're happy to share that information. Oh yeah. There's, yeah. there's plenty of it to go around. Yeah. I remember Kevin Christie at uh, the Parker seminar said, there's three things I don't discuss in my Facebook group, religion, politics, and CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, so you and I kind of came, uh, our paths kind of crossed in what March, April, something like that. Um, uh, I can't remember exactly when it was, but, uh, you ended up kind of being interested in the accelerator program and then beyond, right? Yeah. Yep. I was looking, yeah. I had been on the, um, clinic gym, re- uh, clinic gym hybrid Facebook group Yeah. and very interesting and trying to figure out how I could bring a lot of my rehab and mm-hmm. run a chiropractic business at the same time. Cause that's where yeah, my, cause a lot of my passion lives. And is in the exercise piece, right? Not just the pain relief and the adjustments and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. The exercise piece. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the, I think it's the best model. So, so we cross paths. Uh, I don't remember exactly when you joined us. Uh, do you, do you remember the, what month it was okay. when you joined? It was, uh, it was around May. Okay. And then I joined the accelerator. Okay. And then the bridge to success with Dan um, was right after kind of the Memorial Day first couple of weeks. Of so when I say June, yeah, the first half of June. And what led you to kind of decide that hey, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a move forward because you know I, I, you kind of got bogged down, right? Like, what was the, the the emotional feeling that allowed you to kind of push forward? Um, I just wasn't seeing it was for me, it was kind of being on my own. Mm-hmm. I needed, I knew I was missing something and needed help or coaching and mentoring. Um, okay. I knew you guys were doing it. So I knew there was a way to, uh, to make the system work and allow for that rehab yes. fitness aspect. Um, but it's, you get owning a business, you get, you're going, your head's spinning so many different ways. And I just needed a better um, route to go at and more direction. And I've always been, uh, I've always been good with coaches and teammates. And I just, it seemed like a good group to get involved with. Very cool. And I mean, there's a lot of people who get to that point and like, Oh, I could probably use help. But do you remember back as to, was there like a final thing that kind of drove your decision? Like, this is it. I'm, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to keep pushing forward on my own. Yeah, it was, it was just kind of the, it was the hot, cold, I was going to open, I was looking, I got a space 
to lease that I was looking to open um, that was really set up for the clinic gym. But I was still having struggles at my office in Ada and really needed to get something in place there. And I was kind of running out of time. But also, I'd start and then fall off, start, fall off. And it was still just the roller coaster um, to where you have a good week all of a sudden or a good day and you get busy with the patients and then you stop implementing or stop focusing on um, getting that clinic gym. Uh, yeah, I, I think we've all had that. Like, that's the worst part about a good day or a good week is it distracts you from the overall goal, right? You're like, oh, that's great, but you know, that ain't going get to get me to pay off my student loans, you know, although yeah. it feels good now. So, yeah, it's like, oh, go out for a beer, but uh, not too much after that. <laughs> not a second beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've, we've all had that. So, um, so you, you join the accelerator program, which is kind of like for those listening, it's like the nuts and bolts of how to do it, of the pieces that you need in place, the physical space, the logo, the legal stuff, and then the gym to success, or sorry, the bridge to success program. You were actually in our first little beta group of testers there, uh, cause we thought we had a recipe that worked, but it had worked in already people that were already busy and, and that already had multiple employees and whatnot. And then there you were as a lone wolf and you had a lot of room to grow, right? Yes. Yeah. Still yeah. Have plenty. <laughs> Don't we all brother? Don't we all? Yeah. So, uh, when you started it, if you don't, I don't know how much, uh, how comfortable you are sharing, but, um, when you started or, or the very front end of that bridge to success program, what, like how many folks were you seeing a week or how many new patients, any numbers you can share to kind of give people perspective of where you were? So anywhere it would go up and down from 15 to 30 and I didn't hit 30 too often. So I are weekly, 20, 20, 20, you're saying weeks. weekly patient visits? Yeah. Okay. Weekly patient visits, probably seeing, this is probably the biggest thing um, that has started my growth is I'd see patients maybe three to five times. Okay. And then I wouldn't see them again. Right. But you were doing good work, right? It wasn't three to five times and they hated you. It was three to five times and they're, you were integrating enough exercise that they were doing really well. Yes. Yeah. They were doing well. Um, I've, gotten re- referrals going, um, patients coming back, but it's just apparently yeah. in between. So my numbers would be back and forth. Um, yeah, I think that also, you know, I was just going to say, I think there's a lot of people out there that have been at this phase before because when a practice is seeing, I don't know, I think there's a magical number around 80 and I think there's another magical number around 130. When you get to those points of your weekly numbers, that like flywheel is turning enough. Like it turns enough to produce enough uh, referrals, enough new patients, enough people are talking about you. But when you're down around the, the 20 mark, you're it just not enough people know about you, talk about you and come in to see you, right? Like, right. and I'm going to guess that your new patient numbers were not quite enough to really make it feel like the business is growing. It was just enough to fill the kind of holes that people would the holes that would develop after that fifth visit with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. After that, yeah, you're kind of, well, after three visits, where am I going to find my next patient load from? Yeah, sure. Okay. And also, you know, trying to 
every visit trying to squeeze everything I possibly could because you only got three to five opportunities, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're on spring break and you're like, look, you know, when you meet some girl on like a pontoon boat, you're like, look, we only have like six hours. Like I don't want to just, you know, have a little lighthearted conversation here. (laughs) Yeah. We we got to get the ball rolling. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's probably a horrible analogy, but I hope people are giggling at home. Uh, All right. So, so there you are seeing like, let's say 20, 25 a week. Uh, you got the 700 square foot office. It's just you. Um, when you joined the program and you had that first call kind of talking about what the program would be doing, what did you think right away? Um, I mean, I was excited. It wasn't like I, I knew I was in for um, a pretty busy summer. Okay. Uh, just kind of revamping, doing... Were you nervous? Did you think these guys are full of shit? Okay. Did you doubt a lot of what we were saying? Like, Zoom talks isn't my, isn't my thing. And say that again. It was very, very humbling. Um, and very, very vulnerable, having to be very vulnerable. Yeah. Because you have to tell, I mean, telling Dan, you all my numbers. Yeah. And then backing those numbers up, not, you know, I mean, it's, we always think like, ah, well, I see ah, 20 to 30, but some, ah, one time I had 35 people on the books and then you forget, well, yeah, there were some cancellations that week and all right, maybe it wasn't really 30, you know? Yeah. So, so we talked about that. And then what was the first time that you were like, really had to kind of have the courage to take that leap? I know that, you know, you got a little beat up and there were some tough moments there, but what was the first part you remember? Like, dude, this is going to take some guts. Um, I, those second, the second visits, I think showing them the plan, going through it and being like, okay, this is, you can pay for it. Like, I want to put you down for 18, 20 visits. Mm-hmm. These are the, this is the budget I laid out for you. How would you like mm-hmm. to take care of it? Um, yeah. Now, I'm sure there's some people out there listening going, 18 to 20 visits. Oh, man, this is every stupid uh, practice management group, blah, blah, blah. But what what is in those 18 to 20 visits? Because it's not just like, hey, come in, get yeah. adjusted, and go. Into the, the 18. So 18 to 20 visits on the back end of that is that's eight fitness, um, four weeks of eight fitness ones. So that's that's out-of-pocket cash where you have, you're developing a program for them. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you're looking at a lot of um, six to eight visits of pain management and then transitioning to the rehab aspect of. Um, so if you were previously seeing three to five visits, now we're, let's say, doubling that from six, six to eight. And that's ensuring that they can't actually tolerate exercise, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they're going into exercise and um, as they do the exercise, they're, I'm going to. I always say this, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. They're getting what they actually want, which is the resiliency, the, the feeling of, hey, I, I'm not going to get injured again. Yes, yeah. So they're in their things they couldn't do before, and now they're doing it twice a week. And they're, most of them are looking for that. And that was my biggest thing is I didn't think they were, but I started right. uh, recommending it and being like on the back end fitness, like a fitness program. Yeah. And a lot of them, you know, their eyes open and they're like, oh, yeah, I really want to do that. I've been looking to get active. I just don't find the time or don't make it up. up or I'm nervous. I don't want to get injured. I'm scared. Yeah, like, all that. To, so. 
Yeah. Uh, so let's go back. I, I, oh, go ahead. And with the, like, the pain management and the rehab and just those visits up front, it allows us as a practitioner to actually focus more on the principles, take it slow each visit to make sure we're doing it right. Right. Instead of feeding it in those three to five and maybe skipping steps to try to almost do rushing things like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want to revisit that, but let me go back. So that first, that first week where you, I remember some of the coaching and, and, uh, it was like, all right, this is the week you're going to do it. And, uh, how did it go that week? The very first time, I mean, you were, I, I, I remember the recordings. You were scared shitless, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I recorded myself doing them and listening to myself. You could tell when I was (laughs) kind of curling up, wanting to go into a hole in the wall. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they didn't go. It was, it was like, Oh, take it home and think about it. Sleep on it. Um, kind of the, this might work. It might not work type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it was very humbling and, but I just having Dan and you and just kind of going back with you kind of got me to that over that barrier, over that home. And what, how many patient, uh, how many times do you have to deliver that until you got like a surprising yes? Like somebody going, yeah, that's what exactly what I want. Cause I, I remember one that sticks out in my uh, mind uh, but I don't know how far that was. The basketball guy. Do you remember that one? He wanted to play in the basketball tournament and he was upset that his back was hurting because he was going to oh, miss no, that. He had, a, he had a golf, he had a golf outing. Oh, that's I was right. The basketball guy. Okay. That was my story. I was telling him, Dan. Um, yeah, he had, he was missing a golf outing and, um, yeah. That and kind of my, that was the first one, but, if you listen to it, you propose this, the treatment plan and he, before you're even done is going, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Yeah. All right. Sign me up. And I, w- I was laughing because you kept trying to sell him and he's like, he's basically saying like, take my money. And you're yeah. like, well, then we're going to go to this stage and we're going to go to this. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here, I'll pay you. Like, well then we're going to get in the final stage. And he's like, I picture, you know, I only have the audio recording. So I picture him like throwing money at your face, like, just shut up and take it. You know, like that was, that was, I was so kind of by the book, really trying to, yeah, you're practicing and right. Working on this, like, let me get through it. So I, right. But you kind of learn to get your own style, but you're implementing those, the principles and everything in that. I know. I know your own way to do it. I've talked to Dan about it. And I've had a lot of yeah. I think there's this thought that like, if you propose this, that the person's going to stand up and say that they hate you and they hate everything about you and they're going to turn around and leave, you know? And he had the same fear. I had the same fear. I'm sure you had, did you have that same fear that they were going to like leave after oh, the yeah. first visit and like never come back to all their friends that you're dumb. And, and that, that actually, after the first two times I showed, started doing the second visit plan, mm-hmm. um, it started to where it was just kind of easy. It's, you know, they're not getting mad, upset. Um, they might say they might want to go visit by visit, but it still gave me that. But that's what they're doing right now. So it's no different, right? Like you're you're already letting them go visit by visit and you never take that away from them. Like, you know, it's not like upfront or nothing. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. So it was, I mean, my biggest, my hardest doing the visit uh, in front of Dan as a patient was, I mean, that was probably the most gut wrenching. <laughs> uh, having him as a patient asking the questions and you're like, yeah. Um, yeah, would you rather do that with him? Bit? Rather do it with him than some random uh, person that you're trying to build that relationship with, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's, oh, that's awesome. Made it a little more now, so after you did that for like a month, Kyle, like you, you're proposing this. Did you have that thought of, holy crap, what have I left on the table here? Or holy crap, what have I been doing for the last year? Like the realization of yeah. how easy this could have been? Yeah. So all those, all the patients, when you kind of go through your head, like that would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. Uh, Cause you've had those patients you've lost because they've had those you know, bad flare-ups weeks out of treatment. So we're right. going to go MD, go straight into PT, or go straight into surgery for mm-hmm. uh, like a disc bulge or something like that. Yeah. And you don't see them for a year. and They come back and you're like, yeah, this happened. And, and you could have been helping them that whole time. It wasn't anything you did as a practitioner, except you didn't take them through the whole rehab process. Nice. And so for those folks listening uh, now, I mean, after you've had a few reps, what percent of people do you think take you up on the full offer when you, when you offer them exercise as part of their care plan? The 80%, 50%, 10%? Oh, the, the exercise? Yeah. Um, I'd say 70%. If they're going to do the, if they're not going to get do the visit by visit, mm-hmm. over 70% of them are doing the exercise on the back end. That's awesome. Okay. Really no, no questions asked. They want to. Okay. They're looking for it. Yeah. Um, and one thing, I'm sure they, li- they like the support and whatnot. So 70% of them take you up on that. That means that you, your schedule is filling up, right? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. It's so can you share some of I'm, I'm doing what I want to do in those visits. Um, nice and laid out. You know, it's a patient coming in that wants to get treatment, wants to do the rehab, and is going to work to keep progressing. Mm-hmm. And so you look forward to those patients so you know they want to get better because they're yeah. All right, and uh, tell me this: like, how full is your schedule now? Um, it's bit, so it's staying up around thirty to forty right now, um, which is a different feel than it was from last winter to probably second week of June. And so are you able to uh, pay yourself a little more now? Like what does 30 to 40 do for you financially? Um, It's in this round, like collections has been probably about weekly, about double than what I was doing. So it's helped me. It's given me a little bit more wiggle room and less stress on a Sunday night going into the week. Yeah, dude. Sunday nights are killers sometimes. Like, I don't know what, man, but about three o'clock in the afternoon, I used to feel such angst. And you're like looking down the pipe of that. We used to get out of church at 630. And I just would dread that drive home, like knowing what's coming, you know. And, uh, man, I, I know that that feeling. So, so uh you're it's also nice the, the schedule's filled out before like those 30 to 40 patients 
it's filled out the next two weeks for that. So I know it's, you know, those patients who are going to call during the week. I'm not hoping and praying for to get to that, you know, 25 to 30. Hey, are you looking for the best exercise equipment available? Well, I think that you got to check out Perform Better. PerformBetter.com is a huge supporter of everything that is the Clinic Gym Hybrid. You know, they are actually one of the biggest supporters of the FMS and the SFMA program. And I can't say enough great things about their three-day summit. So if you're interested in some education every summer, they do their three-day summits in Orlando, Chicago, Providence, and Long Beach. Long Beach is my favorite. That's where I go. But the speakers there will absolutely blow your mind. So check out performbetter.com whether you need bands, mini bands, equipment, flooring, or their 3D design capabilities. I think it's fantastic stuff. So check out performbetter.com. Now you're doing 30 to 40 visits and you're previously doing, so this is basically not quite double, but getting close to double, right? Right. Are most of the visits you're doing now more exercise and rehab? Are they mostly pain mitigation? Like what, where, where's most of your time spent? Uh, most of it's spent uh, rehab, exercise rehab. Okay, which is what you enjoy doing? Yeah, that's what I enjoy doing. Okay, and how, just for people listening, how do your visits go? Are they, how long are they? How many patients do you see an hour? That kind of stuff. They're 20 to 30. I see those, like the rehab patients, 20 to 30 minutes. Um, they're starting to get down to more 20 minutes. You're starting to get a little hungry for that money, and you're like, let's, let's yeah, cut I this short, dude. I think because it's more smoother because they're coming in. Um, they know what to expect. They know they where know, to go. They know what to do. They want yeah. They're like, okay, I've been working on this. So you check it. They have that. Awesome. You with that, so you progress it, or you just stick with it for another. Is that what you dreamed of doing, like in, in school, like what they're doing now, or, hey, can you check this exercise? Can you? Yeah, instead of rolling their eyes. When I, okay, let's, <laughs> let's do this. And then being like, well, I, I didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I was feeling better. And okay. That's awesome. So you're, you're doing more of the work you want to do and making more money doing it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how, <laughs> how much better can it get than that? You know? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Going back to the people that do purchase it, 70% of people that are like interested and they pay the money up front, they're doing the exercise. A, I'm just going to, you kind of said it, but these are the people you want to work with, right? The type of person that values that is the perfect client for Kyle Banner. Yes. Yeah. And they're going to, I mean, they're going to refer other patients that they refer are ones looking for that. So that just. Yeah. So I was going to ask you about that. Do you get more referrals now too? Yeah, I've been getting more referrals. Okay, let me ask you your opinion on this because this comes up a lot like in the in the Facebook group and stuff. I think there's a lot of people that get the sense that, um, that people refer more when you get them better and then discharge them as fast as possible. So three visits, five visits, right? But I don't think that patients necessarily are looking for that. And in fact there's not a relationship by like your third visit. You don't really have a relationship with that person yet. Right. I mean, like it, it, it's right. not certainly deep. So they don't send you the referrals based upon what you've just seen over the last few months. Do you think people refer more when you kind of get past 10 visits or when you get them in and out as fast as possible? When they get past 10 visits, cause you're seeing them on a day uh, more frequently and you're doing, Kind of more exciting stuff, right? Oh my 
Yeah, that's interesting. Doing this. Stuff they're proud of, right? Not just laying on the table and getting an adjustment, but like, hey, I I personally move that kettlebell. Yeah, so like the three to five visit discharge ones, it's be like, I've been telling people, I've been referring you, but they might go to another character. They don't see a difference from the chiropractor. Like what makes him different than him? That's a great point, dude. That's a great point. So if you could go back and you were like the speaker at the, you know, uh, Northwestern graduation, and there you are like talking to a bunch of people who think they're going to go out on their own and start their practice and whatnot, you know, what would you say the biggest lessons you've kind of pulled away over the last six months would be? Hell, it's been over the last like two and a half months. Is that right? Yeah. Two and a half months. Yeah. That's incredible, dude. Congratulations. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks. I mean, you guys putting this together. Is yeah. Well, you're going to join us in St. Louis, right? To kind of help some other folks out. And yeah, I'll be down in St. Louis. That's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We'll do some sales scenarios and you'll be like, shit, this is easy. Yeah. Yeah. But in all seriousness, like what would you tell young doctors listening or somebody that's like, Hey, I want, cause the thing was you had the, the clinic, you wanted to have the gym, but you just couldn't fill it up. Right. Right. And everybody gets to that stage, dude. Everybody does. So what would you tell yourself? I mean, I would have a system just cause you're doing high number of visits doesn't mean you're, you're not selling it. Um, you're recommending it. That's been the biggest thing for me is put yourself in the position of the patient who's coming in with a low back pain, who's missing an event or can't do good, good at work at their workplace. You want to get better and we know how to get people better and we got to put them through that, that best um, process that we know. And that's what yeah. I was kind of we all want to be a guru kind of coming out being the best <laughs> and getting people pain free quickly. Yeah. And you'll lose, you just lose a lot of patience because they forget and we're lazy. Human beings are lazy to get back in until it's sometimes too late. I love it. I love it. So if you were to measure your fulfillment as a doctor, uh, how fulfilling a day of work is when you factor everything in, what would you have rated that number on a scale of zero to 10, zero being no fulfillment and 10 being the most fulfilled you can be. What would you have rated that number back in like March before we ever did anything before we met? It was four or five. And I guess this description with that is being like, what did I like some days it's, what did I get myself into? Let's look at, at the associate jobs around here. Yeah. Uh, even though I wasn't going to, but it's, you know, you're kind of like, I in the. It gets in your brain. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of things you can do, but if you're not getting paid for them, it's, I, I wish that weren't the case, but when you're doing a ton of work and putting in long hours, but you're just not seeing any money for it, it's heartbreaking. It's frustrating. It's disappointing. It's scary, you know? Yeah. So, and now, uh, now what would you rank your fulfillment on a scale of zero to 10? It's probably at an eight right now. Okay. I mean, it's, it's good. Like I look, I look forward to each week. I look forward to each like first visit, second visit, and then the the process of the uh, that whole twelve awesome. to twenty visits. Awesome. What's the feedback you get from patients now? I mean, when you sign them up for these, you know, plans, what what do they like? Three, four, five, ten visits later. They're excited. 
I mean, they're excited. They're just them moving and wanting to try more. Mm -hmm. They want more of it, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, They want to get to where they're good at it. Because at first, sometimes they're not great at the movements. And yeah, when you when a patient's in pain for a while and they get out of pain, just that facial expression when they walk and the energy when they walk into the office, it just makes. I mean, you as a practitioner more vibrant, but your whole office setting. And that's awesome. Like I, what that's I, awesome, dude. What I told Dan a lot is I found myself. During my, like, if I had a half hour or a no call, no show, I got more stuff done in between. Where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a small town, so I go to a coffee shop. I was much more excited. I go to the grocery store, excited. I just wanted to get out and about. And, um, yeah, I think that confidence is infectious, right? Like how you are with uh, how you are with your friends in basketball, how you are with your people on the phone, how you are with the people at the coffee shop, how you are with, you know, if you're dating or you're married or whatever. I think you, you can't get away from yourself in any of those situations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So it's, it, and also the, 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 whatever you want to say, placebo effect that has on your patients they now believe that they're going to get better because you're around them. You know, whereas if you're not confident or you're stressed or you're worried, they are worried too. And they're feeling like, well, I don't know if I'll ever get past this. And you think it's easy to convince somebody that pain management is the only way to heal them or, Hey, you need surgery because you're inherently broken. And so having that fortitude, you know, it, it spills over onto them. So I think what you're doing is awesome, dude. And I really want to say congratulations. Like you are, you're one of those guys that just like, it was not easy. I could see it all over you on the first, you know, couple of weeks. It was not easy. It wasn't comfortable. I swear on the recordings I told Dan, I'm like, we're going to hear him vomit onto the recorder at one point here. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah. I was, it was very, it was very uncomfortable. That's what I used to help yeah. like, Yeah. But no you know, the reason we do that is, if you don't have those recordings, there's no proof that you actually got uncomfortable. You have the proof now, you know, we've seen it. We've seen the highlight reel of Kyle. Like he wins, he goes out and he wins, you know, and a lot of people are like, Oh, I want to change. But right up until the point where it's going to get uncomfortable and then I'm going to keep doing what I do, you know? So I got to say congratulations on that because even if it didn't equal more patience or more money or anything, you conquered like a dragon yourself, you know? And that's, that's the biggest part of the whole thing. Yeah, thank you. That, yeah, it's change. That, that was a big change in meeting yeah. and patients too. I think. Awesome. So yeah. what's next, dude? I'm sure there are people going, man, you, you've done so much in two and a half months. Like, what do you see a year from now? Uh, I'll see. Well, I have that second location opening it that will be opening up. And uh, I mean, finally you, get the office manager to okay. really take control. That's going to be the biggest thing is just, you know, I want to work, have employees work with others because I like working Great. with people. Yeah. And so you're going to have some more staff and whatnot? Yeah. Just building a team. and Good. Um, Good for you. Cool. All right. Cool, man. Well, thank you very much for taking the time today, Kyle. Like I said, it's, it's awesome to hear your success story. Uh, I know you'll be with us in St. Louis and I can't wait for that. Seriously, when I buy you that first beer, uh, I hope it tastes as sweet as it should because it's, it, it's at the end of a lot of hard work and, you did the work, dude. So congrats. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited that you'll be able to share like 
Because, you know, when you do, one of the problems like Dan and I run into is when we talk to folks like you before you sign up is I think there's this block that they have like, oh, that that's easy for you guys. You know, it's easy for this. And I mean, my wife will tell you, she's reminded me many times, there was a point in my early clinical career where I was literally calling her crying on the phone because I was just getting, I was trying to go out and market and just getting shot down left and right. But now I can go talk to anybody and I don't care. Like it just, you know, it, it sucks that I had to hit that low point, but now it doesn't matter. Now it's easy. Now I'll take a no all day long, but there's a lot of yeses hidden in, in between those no's, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you're there to be like, this is a real dude, you know, like he just went through it. Uh, and besides that, um, even if people don't come to that event in St. Louis, uh, can folks reach out to you to kind of get your opinion or would you be, be willing to answer yeah, questions sure. and help them through? And how can they do Facebook that? Or, yeah. Facebook messenger. Um, they can email me. Just, uh, they can go to my website. Okay. And so Facebook Messenger, it's it's Kyle Banner. Yeah, Kyle Banner. Okay, they can find you in the uh, in the FTCA hybrid yep. group there, right? Awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you taking the time because I think this is the the future. And and the great news is, dude, you're giving amazing care, amazing care, and actually making money doing it. You know? Yeah, that's the that's the goal. Yeah. And I appreciate you for putting this together. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, uh, thanks again to, uh, to you and, uh, I'll wrap this up cause I could go on and on, but I don't want to kiss your ass too much, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, on behalf of Dr. Kyle Banner, this is Dr. Josh Satterly saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Thanks, Josh. Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. Got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients. 